know I pull up my pen Greatest of all time, they catch a fade in my prime But I made it, I grind, my niggas always on time My nigga late, nigga crack, busy and murk We finna kill him, let me hit him with these double 99, 99, 99, 99, 99 My nigga late, nigga crack, little busy and murk We finna kill him, let me hit him with these double 99, 99, 99, 99, 99, 99, 99, 99, 99, 99, 99, 99, 99, 99, 99, 99, 99, I chose this song to lead in today because I feel like what the uh, the podcast of Crazy Bone has been putting out is legit content and goes up right along with my own viewpoints. In addition to that, I grew up listening to these guys. I grew up in the uh, city, so I had a different kind of life. Let's let's just to keep it PG thirteen, but. Busy Bone, Crazy Bone, Lazy Bone, Wish, Flesh, all Bone Thugs and Harmony played a big role in my life as a kid as far as music goes. I would listen to it on the, on the way up to see my stepfather and my mother would be driving and I would be the one working the, the tape machine or the cassette player that's that was in our Chevy Blazer. Where were we going? We were going to visit my father in in well not my father my stepfather in prison um so yeah they had a big role in my life growing up um used this used the music as a way to escape the uh tough times so i thought it would be a good intro for me today because when 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 catching up with these guys today and seeing some of the things that they believe in i find myself on the same page um Crazy Bone has a podcast. It's a pretty good podcast. Uh, he's talking about all the things that we're talking about in the world today, and he's keeping it real. He's keeping it 100. That's why I like these guys. That's why they're the GOAT. Um, you can check out his his uh, his Instagram, at Crazy Bone. Um, his podcast is linked on there. One of, his, one of his videos, he's talking about Bill Gates and how Bill Gates is uh, wanting to shoot little kids in the arms with with needles so thought it would be a good intro for you guys and give you guys a little bit of input on the type of person i am and how i grew up a little bit because i get a lot of backlash from some people on here because i don't have the what's what's the word i'm looking for the white guy uh southern draw accent and i'm not the token patriot I am an actual patriot. Um, I don't, I don't, um, you know, I do like country music, don't get me wrong, but I do, I grew up listening to rap and hip hop and, you know, I empathize the most with that. Um, as far as Crazy Bones podcast goes, I think, I think it's great that the uh, black community is being skeptical of these vaccines that are coming out. Um, I think we need these these um, these vaccines to be looked at, and I think any eye that could potentially be on them is a good thing. And in addition to that, the the black community has had it rough 
with, with the government. If you think about it, at one point, they were slaves. In addition to that, they experimented on, on the black community with vaccines, including the Tuskegee experiment. So to say that, oh, vaccines are great and the science community is great and the government is perfect and all of these these crazy talking points that aren't even true is a disgrace. The black community has had it worse than any community in other than the Jews, which, you know, you don't want to measure who had it worse. We don't want to play that game, but we can sit here and say for sure that, you know, the black community has had a rough time with the government. We've had it good compared to them as I mean, Technically, I'm not, you know, I'm not white. I'm, I'm European, I'm Greek, and, you know, my father's side is white. But, you know, my family migrated here from Greece, and they came here in the 70s, so I'm a second-generation immigrant, you could say. But enough about me. Let's talk about the black community in general and how educated they have been on this whole vaccine. I think it's fantastic. Um, they have every bone in their body telling them right now that something's wrong. This isn't normal. We don't rush into vaccines. It is in the black community, in their DNA, to be skeptical of the government. Well, you say, why? Why should they be skeptical? Why, why would the black people play the victim card? Why would they always claim... All of these things that the white people don't understand. Well, that's it. We just don't understand. We've never been slaves before. We've never been experimented on with the Tuskegee experiment, at least on American soil. Who knows what happens, what happened, you know, throughout history. But on large scale, um, known government projects, they experimented on black people. And that's just wrong. Um, you can make every excuse you want. It doesn't make it right. You can also make every excuse for our, our founding fathers owning slaves. It doesn't matter what the time period was. It was wrong. In no, at no point in time should anyone have owned a slave. But the good thing is we learn and we grow. We evolve. We helped free the slaves. We helped build the black community back from, from a terrible time in history. But we have to recognize and empathize with the black community when it comes to these subjects because they are real and they did happen. And to ignore them is just ignorant. So with that being said, let's talk about the vaccine. Let's talk about what they're doing. Right now, there are deaths, numbers, lots of them, piling up. You can visit um, Band.Video, Infowars. They're doing a great job on reporting the number of deaths. A lot of their callers are close to people with um, medical field ties. So some of them have been calling in and blowing the whistle. You also have just people that have had 
folks pass away after getting the shot calling into the show. And to give them people a platform, I think it's great. We need more people like that and we need more people to step up. Because how are we going to know if people are dying on a large scale? The media isn't going to report that. Why would they? Why would the media, who takes money from Big Pharma, report that? That would be the equivalent of me owning a business and paying someone to advertise for me. And then that person, me paying them after they're advertising to go on and bash me and put negative information out, even though the information is true. That would never happen. That's just not a sound business strategy. No company would invest in CNN or any other news organization if they were on the air blasting them or even saying anything negative. So there is a huge conflict of interest when it comes to having the right information put out and trusting the right person to put it out. You can't trust somebody that's putting out information that takes money from the companies that the information is about. It's just impossible. It can't happen. Anyone that says it can is lying. And in, in addition to that, if they are lying, where are we supposed to find this information? Where do we go on the internet to find out if lots of people are dying because of this vaccine or because of multiple vaccines? For one, we know that countries throughout the planet right now are banning the AstraZeneca vaccine. Why is that? Because people are getting blood clots and having lots of trouble with, with this vaccine. Now, in the U.S., people, there are a, lo a good number of people that are having lots of symptoms. Um, I just saw something recently that a whole school was shut down because all the teachers and the staff were showing symptoms from getting this shot. Now, you're going to start to see this happen on a large scale with a number of different types of groups. It's going to get to a point where it's going to be very hard for them to hide these side effects. I know people personally that have gotten the first shot. I've, I've gotten feedback from them. One of the person, one person that got it is pretty close to me. Um, he got the first shot. He began to experience symptoms of a ear infection like symptom behind his ears. Um, which some some doctors would say that that's could potentially be the beginnings of the Bell's palsy illness. And he has still to this day have has symptoms of an ear infection like symptom. And he's scheduled to get the second dose very soon. What's going to happen after that second dose? We don't know. Nobody knows. All we knows is all we can know is that a large portion of the people that get the second dose show side effects. But those side effects range. There is a shit list of symptoms that these people show. And I'm very concerned with people getting this second dose. There are a number of elderly people that have gotten the shot that have had heart attacks or strokes and are in the hospital still recovering from this. 
But sadly, the media doesn't show this. And on top of it, they show they'll they'll blame the the stroke and not the not the COVID vaccine. So it's it's the opposite of, oh, you got symptoms of COVID, but even though you have a heart attack. So they're playing the opposite. So just like people that had the flu, you might have the flu, but they go in and they test you and you you test positive for COVID. They, they, they will automatically put you in the category of you tested positive for COVID, even though it could be the flu. Um, we've also seen the CDC put out only 6% of the, of the people that had the virus actually just had the virus and it wasn't something else related and they got tested for the virus and showed, and showed, showed up positive. It was only 6% of the people that, that, and this is CDC data. So it's, it's, it's kind of crazy to me. For, for us to rush into something that literally is only killing around 1%, less than 1% of the people that get it. And it's it's far less than 1%. If you look at the actual numbers, look at the John Hopkins study that they, that they hid um, and they tried to their best to make it unknown to people. But it, it, it literally shows that very few people are dying from this. That, this virus. So you have to ask the questions, especially when there are a lot of unknowns to to this vaccine. In addition to that, if you go and you see what the administration is doing, the Biden administration, or whatever you want to call that thing that's in the White House that looks like Biden, I'm not saying that he's not alive and that he's CGI. I'm just saying that that dude is an empty vessel and he's just waiting to for something to hop in and take over the sticks. Um, what they're doing now is he's trying to introduce an executive order where you have to get a vaccine card or basically what it's going to boil down to is you get the mark of the beast that is talked about in the Bible. Whether you're religious or not, you can't deny that the fact that if you are to get a vaccine and they give you a passport that shows or a digital passport that shows you got the vaccine and you can only go to certain places to buy or you're only allowed to sell certain things if you have this passport, that is pretty much plain as day that it's the bark of the beast. And with all the craziness going on with Satanism, I'll tell you a little story about, it's kind of crazy. On my way home yesterday from our little getaway in the mountains, we're driving on the highway and we're listening to the Alex Jones show. And he's doing a report on Skull and Bones, which... I highly recommend you guys check it out. It's pretty interesting. But they're, they're you know, Skull and Bones is based in the Satanism. And a lot of our politicians were involved with that. But long story short, we're driving down the highway. And what do you know? This car drives past us with the pentagram on the back windshield. As big as the windshield. It's 
It's literally an endorsement of Satanism. And this guy is floating down the highway. I'm trying to trying to keep up with him just so that my wife can take a picture and we can, you know, put it on put it on the Instagram and let people see how how much that this Satanism movement is gaining steam. And it's it hasn't been any more evident than it is now that we're moving to a very, very dark place and we're going there fast. And it's it's truly a shame. Um, I know many of you saw that video over the weekend with fake Nas. I know when I say fake Nas, I mean fake Nas because the Nas that I know, he dropped songs like One Mic or If I Ruled the World, great songs like that. That's the real Nas that I know. This thing that is a, I don't even know what to call the dude, but he's basically a gay rapper that made his way into people's homes by making a song called Old Town Road, where lots of little kids were making up dances to it. They were jamming to it. I'm not gonna lie, I was jamming to it too. My kid was jamming to it. She's she's a toddler. She liked it. She she likes the country rap scene right now. It's they make pretty good music. It's solid. And completely tricked everybody. Got everyone to allow their kids to be um introduced to him, so to speak. Um he literally performed at these children's shows and that average kids that under the age of 10 were present and it was on a large scale that he was performing. So he made his way into people's homes and then he put out this video where he's literally giving Satan a lap dance and making all these sexual gestures, basically having sex with Satan in this music video. And at the end of the video, he snaps Satan's neck and takes the horns and puts them on his head and basically takes over as Satan. Basically saying that Satan can be anyone at this point. And that's true. Satan can literally be anyone at any point in time. If you have no faith, if you put your faith in things like drugs or alcohol or science, just science, or the government, or things that have no, no basis to have faith in. You know, sure, you can have faith at a certain level in the government and other things, but I'm talking like your full-blown faith. Right now, we're putting our faith in science, not our faith in God. Some will argue, oh, well, Science was made by God and God, you know, gave man the the intelligence to make science. That's that's all true. I'm not arguing against that. But when we start to put science before God, then that's a problem and I think you're starting to see the results of that problem. And those results are we literally have an empty vessel in the White House and we have Satan making his way through people and eventually he could potentially get to a position of power. And if you believe in the Bible, which I know many of you do, I know I do, um, you can't deny the, 
that this timeline could play itself out. And if it does, then, well, we're going to be living further along the timeline of Revelations. And it's going to get crazier. I don't think it's going to get better before it gets worse. I think we're in the middle of this thing. And I don't want to say a storm because I'm not a Q believer. And by the end of this podcast, I'm actually going to tell you who Q is and who I think Q is. I don't even want to say think because at this point I know who Q is. It it, it has been a ridiculous misinformation, disinformation campaign, to say the least. Um, but back to Biden. He's literally making these laws. He's going to make people get get the vaccine passport. And it's not even going to matter because even if he doesn't make these laws, what you're going to see is companies start to do vaccine shaming. You see people fighting over the masks, right? People are in stores, fist fighting, Bed Bath Beyond, Home Depot, all these stores. They're fist fighting because someone isn't wearing a mask and someone is and they don't like it. They don't like it. They don't like your right to not wear the mask. So they they find it upon themselves that they should confront you and argue with you and basically get up in your face, which makes no sense to me, because if you're afraid of a virus and you're getting in someone's face, then you're you're spreading the virus. So, yeah, you see people arguing, fighting over the mask. The next thing that people are going to be divided over and you could mark my words, mark them on this day, March 29th. It's around 2.40 p.m. I'm telling you right now that people are going to be vaccine shaming people that do not get the vaccine because of disinformation. And you're going to see people literally fighting over entering a place that only allows you to be there if you have a vaccine passport or if you have proof that you got your vaccine. They're already rolling this out. They're rolling it out with the Krispy Kreme donuts. You have people that are that own strips clubs that are saying if you got your vaccine passport or your vaccine card, you can come there and get a free lap dance. They're already slow rolling this way of thinking out. So in a month or two, probably by May, because you have Biden on TV saying 100 million shots in the arm by May, we're going to jab you in the arm, literally not even hiding it, 100 million shots in the arm. So by May, I think you're going to start to see some of these things roll out with people arguing about getting shots and people, and they're going to make people look bad. And unfortunately, this is, this is, this is the reality we face and we're, we're going to have to hold the line when it comes to not taking this and saying, look, we need to wait. I'm not saying that vaccines are bad. I'm just saying that this one is rushed. And we need to wait. That's it. We just need to wait a little bit longer. We need to see what happens. We need a little bit longer to figure out what is going to happen with people that take this vaccine, especially with kids, especially with pregnant women. We need to figure out all the data, not just partial data. And we can't really trust the WHO. We can't trust China. We can't trust a lot of these organizations that are telling us to take the shot. You have to remember that the WHO told us that human-to-human transmission wasn't even possible at one point. You had Fauci telling us that masks are bad, and then masks are good, and then we should wear 20 masks, and then 
we're going to have to wear a mask forever. So you really don't know what to trust. And it, it's a shame. It really is. And now when I when I get into the the bottom part of this, of a lot of people that are being skeptical about this vaccine, I see I see a lot of people that are in the Q community right now and they're they're embracing the the not taking the vaccine shot, which is great. I think it's good. But I think the people that are running the Q operation are using this as a way to get more people to buy into their BS, their bullshit. Um, over the weekend, I watched the documentary on HBO. It was called Into the Storm, and it was about QAnon. Now, you can say what you will about HBO and say what you will about Warner Brothers. Say what you will about the person that made the documentary. You don't have to like the person. You don't have to, to you know, agree with him. But you can't deny facts. And the, the, the info that they presented in that documentary is extremely alarming. But I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised by this one bit because I've been saying this for months. I've been telling people this since before January 6th, before that. That this Q is a profit. And when I say profit, I mean a fake patriot that tries to profit off of patriot, patriotism. Like, not spelled profit as if you're making money, but spelled profit like you're trying to predict something. But you're a false prophet. You're a fake patriot. You're making up stuff to drive people to your website, in this case, 8chan, the people are coming there, getting fake information, and then they're spreading it throughout the internet. This information is going wild, going viral. And on top of that, you don't really see Instagram, YouTube, they're not really banning this information. And I can tell you this, this 100% true because I've made videos disproving a lot of this and they've not even allowed my videos to upload at, at certain points. I've had, I got screenshots of it, everything. So they want this info to get out there because they want to make people look crazy. They want people to act on some of these things that Q is claiming so that they can come and take people's rights. And on top of that, the HN board, they have a reputation for extremist ideologies posting on there and communicating and then committing atrocities like the tri or uh, the what is it the Christchurch, the um, there was another one where I can't remember where it was, but there was another shooting and people were on there celebrating it and it, they claimed the whole free speech thing and. You know, I'm I'm pro free speech, but when somebody's posting stuff like that, all you have to do is remove it. You have to be an admin and you have to remove this info so that people can't communicate and and um, celebrate this. These kind of things. The guy literally live streamed the Christchurch shooting 
to these people that were on 8chan. Now, once that happened, this 8chan, you'll, you, you may or may not know who owns it, but they started to get some heat from the media and from the government and lots of people on social media. So what happened was they eventually ended up having to come out with a statement explaining their position on free speech and why they allow this to happen. And of course, you know, they pulled the whole free speech card, all that good stuff. But what I'm getting at is the people that run this site, the 8chan site, host the Q drops. So the people that are on there, they're on there and they're communicating and Q is making his drops there. And on top of that, the drops that Q makes there happen to be from the person, one of the people that is involved with it is the only person that's communicating with Q there. And the name of these, the, the folks that own this are Juan, Ron, sorry, and Jim Watkins. Many of you know them, uh, many of you know Ron as Code Monkey. Um, Trump at one point retweeted Code Monkey. Um, Jim, he was, you know, he was the, the purchaser and buyer of 8chan from a disabled young man named Frederick. Um, I, can, I can't remember what his last name is, but he purchased it from them. Um, Frederick didn't really like the way that they were handling 8chan with all the hate. And he kind of like went on a little campaign against these guys. And he opened up his mouth about how these people operate. And it's pretty alarming. Um, in that documentary on HBO, they do go into that. Um, but what basically what what they're doing is the Q the Q drops with them dropping on there has driven their web traffic to to astronomical levels. So they go from operating at a loss to operating at a net gain, and on top of it, becoming one of the biggest conspiracy theories and disinformation campaigns in American history. Um. <laughs> The, the Q drops on there over the course of a period of time, Q was communicated on Reddit and Reddit eventually banned him and he made his way over to 8chan and they began hosting and the only person that has been communicating with Q, funny enough, is Code Monkey. Code Monkey is the only person that has the communication line with Q and they did a study um, and it showed the way that the, the person that was operating the Q drops communicated compared to after he left and went to HN is completely different. Uh, you can see this in the documentary. Like I said, go check it out. I think you'll learn a lot of things, especially if you believe in Q. But basically, what it's boiling down to is this Ron Watkins dude is basically Q. He is the person that started all of this. He started it, and this is this is my opinion as to why he started it, but it, it, it's, it's factual that this is the man that is Q. He did this, 
in my opinion, like I said, he did this because he wanted to drive web traffic to his site so that he can make money. Again, I've been saying this for months. I've been saying that this has all been a disinfo campaign to undermine patriots. And now it hasn't been any more clear. This guy is literally, he's a basket case. Wait till you see this person on this documentary. The guy is a loose cannon. He literally is a, a computer nerd, which I don't have anything against computer nerds, that watches too much porn and has a god complex. Like the guy literally wants to go to like Asian porn places all the time. He even offers to take the guy in the documentary there. But in the public eye, you would think that this guy's a patriot because he spoke with Lynn Wood and Lynn Wood, you know, retweeted him and called him a, a, a patriot. And Trump retweeted this guy, which shows you Trump's intelligence is not as high as he claims it to be because this guy's, you know, this guy's an idiot when when he uh, does these Q drops, he literally changed his entire tune. So I think at one point Q was one person which I'm not sure who it was. And then at one point he took it over because he saw the opportunity to drive traffic to his site and make, I don't know the exact amount of money he makes, but I can tell you that he definitely makes good a decent amount of money. The guy, a strange dude, let me tell you that first. He's literally walking around in the documentary with his chest out, like, you know, arrogant and shows very little empathy um, the guy just seems like he's a, a whack job, to be honest with you. And at one point, he makes a comment in the in the uh, in the documentary that's that literally um, shows you the type of person he is. Um, I could read a little portion of an article that kind of explains the actual documentary a little bit. Basically, he says. Let's see. He basically says, Ron is, at one point, Ron is talking about Diogenes, which is a Greek god, funny enough. Um, he sees the pseudo Socrates gone mad character as a role model, cynicism as an ideology, and he respects and enjoys the idea of taking a shit in the middle of town square to troll people. Let me read that again. This dude enjoys the idea of taking a shit in the middle of town square just to troll people. So what would the equivalent of that be? Pretending to be a anonymous fake person and put out disinformation just to see what happens as if it's some type of game or something. And on top of it, he says, with this mentality of, well, the dog can do it, why can't I? And I feel like that's his entire mentality in, in life, is what the article writer says. They are the embodiment of the websites that they host. They're constantly trolling and trying to provoke a response, whether that response is something that is humorous or crazy or scary. They see the world as a game, and that's how they, that they play it goes on to ask, how certain are you that Ron Watkins is Q? I th think we made a very strong case in the series for Ron being the linchpin between QAnon 
and having been that linchpin since late 2017, that's not to say that there aren't other people working with Ron. We paint a picture of the bigger network, but Q only works with Ron. And when you see all of the things that he, he is, was covering up, the way he changes his story and covers up his own fascination with all the theories and ideas that he had, all of that, he had everything. He has the motive, he has the technical skills. So yes, I do think Ron is cute. Now, I don't personally like some of these writers. I don't personally like, um, you know, the guy that did the documentary. But if you watch it, which you should, you shouldn't just watch things you agree with. You should also see things you don't agree with. You will, I think by the end of it, you will, you will definitely come to the conclusion that this man and his father started this Q thing. Um, you can see just by the, like I said, by the way he speaks, he literally quotes Q days before, and then on on a certain day, he'll go and post the same thing that he quotes in the documentary, whether it's willingly or unwillingly, on, on the Q drops. And they just rewind it and they show you like him saying this, that these things, and it's just ridiculous. Like, you can just tell the guy, um, I'm... I study body language pretty well with with people, and he, he, he seems like he has a God complex, where he thinks he is some type of God on Earth, and, you know, he has all this control, which, in a way, he does. He has people thinking that there is a op going on that is going to change the world and all these crazy fake things. Now... Some of the fake things that happened over the weekend. You had this ship that was stuck in the middle of the Suez Canal. People were making up all kinds of crazy nonsense about this ship. Now, I'm, I'd like to play devil's advocate. I want to see both sides of everything. I think it's the, the best way to do things. Because usually the truth is somewhere in the middle. With this situation... It's hard to tell what, what really transpired because we don't have all the facts. We don't have all the information at this point. What we do know is that this ship went in the ocean, made a dick and a butt, and then went and got stuck. It's kind of weird if you ask me. I don't know why he, that person did that. Definitely something something is going on there for sure. But we can't jump to conclusions and say that it's, oh, child sex trafficking or you know, it could be drugs, it could be a number of things. It could just be some asshole that wanted to protest against his company and that was his way of doing it. Or it could be somebody that is a QAnon follower and, you know, they went out there, they did this as a way to, you know, make the make the news. But people were jumping on, jumping to conclusions, posting all these 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 fake memes and posting all these, you know, theories on this. I'm reading people's comments. They're, you know, posting stuff. <laughs> and this this drives me insane. I, d I don't understand why people do this. They take something that someone else else posted and then they repost it without without looking and fact checking themselves. For example, there was a post that showed a ship, a Navy ship driving through the Suez Canal. And it basically says under... The captions, Navy's headed straight, headed to the canal to confront the the globalist 
cabal. Well, of course, as you can guess, that didn't happen because the ship, the ship was released this morning. And on top of that, all you had to do to find out that that wasn't the, that was not what was happening was do a Google search for Navy ship Suez Canal. What pops up when you type that in? The 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 stupid ass picture that the person posted. And it's just a, a stock picture from from Google. So somebody took a stock picture from Google, posted it in there and said that, look, that, that someone that the Navy is on their way to the Suez Canal. Like, that's how that's how idiotic this is. Um, but the sad part is people see that and they just take it and run with it, which we've gotten to a point in society where we no longer check things if they're if they're factual or not. And part of that is from the mainstream media lying to us all the time. But at the same time, you have to do your own homework. You have to take the extra step. I always try to tell people this. Take the extra step. Take the extra step. Take the extra step. One more time. Take the extra step. Go. Take If you see have a picture or something, take it. Back search it. And there's even ways that you can check when the picture was taken, all that good stuff. You'd have to Google how to do that. I'm not going to go into how to do that. But you can easily just go into Google or DuckDuckGo and search a picture. If someone posts a picture or something, just go look at pictures. Make sure it's not stock. I've had people um, on the... <laughs> Um, that I'm friends with on Facebook post, check out my gun, my my stock of all my guns. I'll be perfectly fine. And then somebody says, dude, this is a picture from Google. Like you just took this from Google. Like it's this isn't your your gun storage. This is a picture of someone else's gun storage on Google. So people do this all the time. The sad part is we have people that just believe it right away. And I think that's where we run into problems. That's where this Q thing starts. It's not taking the extra step to look things up and to do the extra. It's part laziness and it's part gullibility. But until we do that, we're we're just going to end up recycling these same bullshit stories and over and over and over again. And we're never going to move forward with winning another election or changing things to be positive for everyone. So we need to make sure we're fact-checking these things, like looking at these claims, even with the vaccine, the, the vaccines, the negativity around the vaccines. There are people out there that are posting stuff that's fake, like, you know, babies having rashes on them from their mothers. But it's meanwhile, it's again, it's like a stock picture from from Google that a kid had the MMR vaccine and. You know, even though it's a, you know, a side effect of a vaccine, it's not from the COVID vaccine. It's just they're taking that and they're put it, posting it. And sometimes people do it just to get likes or, you know, get followers. But then again, there's also people that are working in the vaccine industry that want to undermine the and the people that are trying to shed light on the vaccine. They want to undermine them to make them look bad and look crazy because if they can do that and they can get enough people to be discouraged, then they give up and they no longer look into things because it, they get discouraged because they post something one time and they feel like they got it wrong and they're, they no longer want to post th anything. 
At the same time, it does have a positive effect too because maybe next time you'll look up things before you just post them. So the goal of today's podcast, at least from the standpoint for me and you know, asking you guys to do something, I want you guys to please just try to look up the things that, that Q pushes and that anyone pushes, really. Just just take the extra step. That's it. Keep that in your brain. Burn that into your head. Take the extra step. Anytime you see something that is skeptical or that is too good to be true, just think of me saying, take the extra step. And when you do that, I promise you, I promise you, you will you will start to see things from a different lens. And not only that, you'll start to become more skeptical of all information because that's really what it is. It's information warfare. We're in the middle of a fight for, for truth. And when, if we have people putting out this info on both sides, nobody's ever going to come, come in with the truth. And part of that is evil in the world. Part of it is greed, whatever you want to call it. But it's also ignorance on our part. So we got to do our part and we got to look these things up. With that being said, I will be back next Monday um, around the same time. Be posting the podcast probably around five or six. Um, If you can, share it. Tell people about it. Get try to get people to if you can't tell them about it and they don't have time to listen to the podcast. Tell them, tell them some of the things I said, because we got to get everybody on the same page with this. And the sooner we do that, the sooner we move forward. And with that, we'll see you guys next week. God bless. Have a great day. Have a great week. Open up your Bibles, you know, pray and let's 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 get to the truth and let's check this tyranny.